Here we go. Now we're recording. Welcome back, everybody, to the Westworld Podcast. Trace Decay. Here I am tonight to talk about the podcast, talk about the episode of Westworld. I have not watched it yet. Actually, we're doing something special tonight. If you're listening to the audio cast of this, it's going to be a little different than what you're normally listening to. It's a little bit of a busy week for me. So I'm having to double fist this. So here I am. I'm going to watch this episode live and react and kind of talk about it as it goes. I'm going to watch it again tomorrow, obviously, and really let it sink in because I'm going to talk the hell all over and probably miss a whole bunch of shit. But why not? I'm still up. Just did the Walking Dead podcast with Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow, and I'm still up, still hyper, still crazy, and I cannot wait to watch Westworld. I cannot wait to come out here and talk about it. I know some people in the live motherfucking chat who are with us live right now i see you guys you live motherfucking chat the best people in the world that are out there right now listening and talking live that might watch this episode with me some of you guys might have watched the episode already and are already uh and are just like phil get ready for some shit get ready for some shit i'm gonna sparsely look at the look at the live chat here but look into it and dive into it but if anyone has any questions or comments they want to get in about westeros a Westeros, a Westworld, you can call in at 781-990-8509, leave a voicemail, and I'll make sure I play it on the next show, or get your live comments in if you're listening to this at a later date in the comment section below, or listening to the podcast, tweet me at I Got Issues Man. check out issuesprogram.com for all of that stuff, or give us some comments, responses, whatever, all that sort of stuff, you know how to reach us, you can find all that stuff in the description box below, subscribe to the YouTube channel, blah 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 motherfucking blah blah. Sorry, I'm a little buzzed right now. I'm excited to get into Westworld. Let's look in the live fucking chat. Oh, we got some, we got Critch, Mark Stevens, Claudio, Amy, Eli. Holy shit. Oh shit. Okay. So let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's not waste any more time. I'm half in the bag already. <laughs> I'm already there. Might as well get into Westworld here. And I'm very excited to see how these final three episodes are going to pan out. They really gave it to us in that episode seven with the Bernard thing. And I can't wait to see how they follow that up. I've spent a lot of my time thinking about the show this week and thinking about, and I know some of you guys have already seen the episode and listening to me talk like this. How could they top that? How could they top what they did last week? I feel like that I'm all asking that every week with this goddamn show. I'm so fucking excited to watch this. I can't, I can't even fucking contain myself. Holy shit. Holy fuck. Here we go. Let's start this. We're starting Westworld. I may stop and pause it. I recommend if someone, if this is your first time watching this episode, this probably isn't the best place to watch it for the very first time because I'm going to, again, be talking all over it, be pausing it, stopping it, dancing and dancing a jig sometimes get up and go oh fucking thank you guys cannot wait i have with me some of the best people like i said in the live motherfucking chat right now good evening eric good evening great to see everybody good to see some of the people i saw in the earlier stream i'm excited to be out here again tonight i wasn't ready to call it an evening anyone who's watching the last stream knows that uh, I was could, could probably maybe tell I was speeding things up a little bit. <laughs> like, okay, I'm done. And as I mentioned, if you're listening to the audio-only cast of this, welcome. And if you want to join the fun and what I'm talking about in the live motherfucking chat, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Fill the Issues Guy on YouTube, and watch these streams live. If you want to find out when we go live, you can go to our YouTube page, 
after you subscribe, there's a little bell there. If you click the bell, you'll get... <laughs> Subscribing isn't enough. Click the bell, too. Oh, it's starting. It's getting ready. Sorry, sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties here before this episode starts. I'm really happy to get back to the man in black, hopefully, in this episode. And seeing him first in the preview has me excited about that and seeing Teddy. But from the previews, it seems like we're heading towards Dolores' heavy episode. Oh, God, this show's so good. Just seeing the previews, last week's previews, has me already fucking pumped up. Everything about this show has me intensely excited right now. And this show really did come out of nowhere. It just has everything. We talked about this a lot before. It has the deeper understanding. It also has just a visceral fun and action shit. And then dirty, 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 exciting stuff too that's going on. If you're into that too. Whatever you're into, this show has something for everybody. Okay, okay, let's get let's get into this. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, Amy's brain still hurts. That's gonna have to oh you guys are scaring me. You're gonna get you guys are gonna see how dumb I actually am <laughs> watching this shit live. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute the soundtrack just in case. I don't wanna get flagged for soundtrack. But I wanna hear it. <laughs> but I have to hear it. This is one of those intros. I Sometimes on rewatches, maybe I do. But I definitely watch this intro every time. At least once. Oh, I love it. Okay, let me get my, let me get my drink. This, as I mentioned before, a few minutes ago, this may be a visual medium more than anything for the people that are listening to the audio version of this. Because I may lose... Very rarely, even if I speak nonsense, very rarely do I get to a point where I can't talk. But this show definitely does that to me. I might have mouth open disorder. So if you hear the long extended pauses... <laughs> I highly apologize. The music in this show is so on point. It he I'm not going to try to kill his name, but the Game of Thrones guy, Ramnin Diwande, is a beast. Hopefully, I didn't kill his name too much there, but he is. He had so he had so much. Let me pause it for one second before we get into it. Um, just just talk about that for a second. I feel like in everything that Jonathan Nolan brings to the show and Lisa Joy and all the actors and everything that's going so great in this show. I talked a lot about it last week, but I want to make special mention of it again. The music on this show really adds so much. Some shows can get away with everything else and the music's an afterthought. But when sound becomes, and I'm not going to say, oh, it's its own character. But when sound becomes this influential on the overall product, it's it adds so much to the overall experience because of how important music is. And, it, and this show, more than anything in year, like the music... You could just listen to the music and hear the whole story of it at all. And, and all the piano arrangements that they did of the Radiohead songs and the Rolling Stones thing that they did and, and just this intro and, and all the orchestration of every episode gives it this extra quality 
that, I mean, HBO shows notoriously are really good at that sort of stuff too. I'd say The Sopranos always ended on a very interesting song that had a lot of meaning to the episode. And Game of Thrones is a is another excellently orchestrated episode, especially this past series, especially this past season. Ro- uh, Roman. Okay, ramen. I was talking like ramen noodles or something. Last name, no clue. <laughs> It's so good. Almost as good as Game of Thrones. Yeah. The orchestration in Game of Thrones is probably just that next level to me because it's, but because of what's trying to make you feel the music in this, in this show really makes you feel on, on edge. And each character has their own music, their own theme to them. Even Arnold has his own theme. Okay. Maybe Jonathan Nolan will have his brother come and direct an episode next season. That wouldn't be bad. Ramen. Thank you. Oh, shit. It's just starting right out. Like, I love this show because it doesn't waste any time. What do you want? It's giving us the response right after the fact of Anthony Hopkins and Bernard. The episode starts off with with Anthony Hopkins waking the Bernard robot up back to Bernard base consciousness and he's dealing with everything that just happened. Ugh, fucking Hopkins. It's just a little they're just sea monkeys to Hopkins. Yeah, God has nothing to do with it. It's me. I did it. I'm just pausing for one second because so I don't miss any Anthony Hopkins here. It when it's all said and done, we'll have that discussion. It's it's got a long way to go to 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 meet there for me or meet any show that's already reached its conclusion. I talk about this a lot, but single seasons of an of any series, it's on trajectory to be up there in my top in in my top I can't I, I don't wanna break it out right now, but in the very top echelon of best single seasons of any series ever. But as for a whole overall arching world, it it's tough to match up with something like Game of Thrones at this point. But but as a sh- but as a show, like for a single season, oh, fuck man, it's this show is just next level awesome, and I'd put it right up there with probably any of the sh- any of single season of a show like Game of Thrones season one or something like that. Like point for point, you could just take it. It's just Game of Thrones is such a big entity with with uh, with how many se- series there are and the consistency and the epic scale of it all. It's gonna be interesting to see after five seasons how Westworld concludes, but. Fuck, man. It's fucking amazing. Exactly. Has to survive season two. We have to see. Like, if season two can start to be... If we get five seasons of this quality, it might end up being the best show of... One of my my favorite show of all time. I don't know. that's That's big, lofty things. But if we get five seasons of this quality, that's that's a different story altogether. Exactly. As far as we know, Westworld could be another True Detective. Like True Detective season one, again, I'd put it in a, in the discussions for single season of a great 
great series, but it just couldn't match it in season two. I have a feeling Nolan and Joy have a more tight narrative built around what they want to do. So I think we're in for a ride here in these five seasons in a similar way of Breaking Bad, where Vince Gilligan had a set story inside of his mind for what he wanted to do. And then we just got, and then decided his own turns along the way, but knew basically how long he wanted it to be and what it, and in some ways what he wanted it to turn out to be, like the final shots of what he wanted. Thank you, Justin. You were fucking amazing. Thank you for checking in. Amy, have a good night. Huge hug, Amy. I'm going to put on the subtitles. Why? Why, Hopkins? Why'd you make him kill her? Oh, okay. So basically he says, he's saying one small life for what my overall plan is going to be here for what my dominance, my control over all these people, all this, all this shit that you see, all that I control, fuck Teresa and anything that she was trying to fuck with me. She tried to fuck with me once too much and she needed to die. That's it. And you were my, and you were my tool. Thank you, Bernard. Here's a cookie. Excuse me. Thank you, Eli. I'm on the verge of being drunk, guys, just to warn you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it. Do it, Bernard. You can't do shit. That's enough. Arnold? God, I love how calm he is. The only time we've ever seen Hopkins off-put was with Dolores. I think that's interesting to note. Look at this. Look at this. He just has the... So calculated, so smooth. Like, he's not even fucking with his programming. He's He's basically just saying... I own you. So now he has Bernard clean up the mess. He's compelled to do so. Kalel. <laughs> Kalel, these people. <laughs> Just a racer out of existence. This is the same again to do a Breaking Bad thing. This is this is the equivalent of put burning her in that acid. Bernard ever completely wakes up. Ford is like the Tywin Lannister of Westworld. I agree. Even more powerful than that. And again, I want to mention that the only time we've seen him off-put was with Dolores. Be 
I love how he doesn't have to talk to know he's ruthless. Ford is a cold ass Mark. Mark. Oh, and then we transition after the amazingness of Ford to what is quickly becoming one of my favorite storylines, the Maeve storyline. Which a, someone asked this question, and I want to explore it more in a more sit-down podcast kind of version, but is Ford aware, and maybe we find that out in this episode, but is Ford aware of what's going on with Maeve? If he knows everything that's going on in the park. Who's already messing with her? Six, six, this has to be the only show in history that has so many people confused when the storyline will take us and to be so fuck and to be so fucking interesting each week because they give us answers. Now we see a new Clementine essentially with oh, the music House of the Rising Sun in the background. Oh, fuck. I can just feel it. I can feel it. It's building. Holy shit. Uh oh. Whoa. More rever reveries. The visions and the similar things that she saw in the Westworld. Uh, welcome to Westworld stuff. Exactly. She, he must be aware. How is she dodging security? They can watch everything. How are they not? I don't know. She talking to Felix. Oh. Dude. I love Maeve. I am so all aboard the Maeve train. But again, someone said this before, but why does, if I was that other guy, Sylvester, Just, I turned down all of her rankings. <laughs> oh, you can just see the fucking evil or the understanding building in her. They need to do something about this now or this is going to be fucking trouble. I am all about being on the host side, but starting to th see things from their standpoint. This is getting out of control for them. Yeah. How, what do you mean you couldn't stop her? I love the music here in Maeve's memory sequences. So melancholy. You must be aware. Yeah, I could never let my Firefox browser blackmail me. <laughs> Says Dark. Let me turn this so I can see it a little bit better. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're giving her control of other hosts? I'm sorry, I didn't pick up what was going on here. Something I'll have to rewatch later. But ultimately, I guess what's happening here. I'm pausing this for one second. So Maeve is now going to take over control of other hosts. Uh, these, guys, these guys are so fucked. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Yeah, I, Eli, I'm t- team host except for the men in black. That's that's exactly where I am too. I love and f- some sick part of me. Maybe it's just because I love Anthony Hopkins so much. Is I'm invested in what Ford's overall plan is. I don't think he's a good person, but I'm definitely invested in him, and I like watching him fuck with people. That's something I'm gaining a lot garnishing a lot of fucking enjoyment from so i guess ford in a way too i'm team ford she's upgrading to ford oh god mave is totally agent smithing it watch this shit carefully i am definitely waking up tomorrow before i have to go do some work shit and watching this episode again or watching it tomorrow evening again but I'm glad I'm out here to be able to do this live. Okay, so let's get back into this right now where we see back with William and Dolores. <clears throat> Excuse me. Me too, Eli. I love watching Ford play the sadistic kid on an anthill with a magnifying glass. I also really love, as we're following back inside Dolores, I love how the show started. Now, looking back to season one, to episode one, and see how it all started from seeing the world through Dolores' perspective, and then turning over to see the world through the Men in Black's perspective. I mean, to, sorry, <laughs> to William, William's perspective. Whenever Dolores comes on screen, you initially, or at least I do, I initially feel some sense of innocence even though I think she might be the most dangerous one I'm scanning slightly that's why if I don't get to your comments as usual in the because people don't know if this is my first time watching or anything and so I'm not going to get upset if anything slips up. I'll... I'm scanning the chat. So if anyone throws anything in the chat, I'll probably miss it. And thank you, Andy. It was a brilliant idea by the great David. <laughs> had a good, had the great suggestion to uh, open the room up with a mirror. Yeah, where is Logan? And people that know this episode, I wonder if Lo- when Logan is going to resurface. Kill him. Kill him, William. And take the black hat. Let your transition to the dark side be complete. Now, William is balls deep in this game now. Kill the pretty face. That kid's too purdy to live. Oh my gosh. Eli! Phil, 
I've got a spoiler for you. Okay, so we just heard a voice. What voice was that? Someone just said, come find me. And I don't think I've ever heard that voice before. Who the fuck was that? No, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop the execution. Who the fuck just said, come find me? That was a clear voice that I've never heard before in the show. Someone said, just said, someone just said, come fucking find me. Or did I hear that? Am I fucking tripping? Was there something in my was there something in my fucking spaghettios today? <laughs> JD, welcome, buddy. Who the fuck said that? I mean, strong money is on Arnold, obviously. It's why should I play games? I think it's Arnold, but what the fuck? Wait, did you see that log that kind of looked like a butt? <laughs> He's dead, dude. Uh, Dolores doesn't buy it. Did you kill him? William? Oh, there she is. Okay, so this scene wasn't exactly what I thought it was in the previews. Is this your blood sacrifice, motherfuckers? Oh, well, we get some, uh, it's funny, you look like my son from Asgard, <laughs> but uglier. <laughs> like someone smushed your head. No, sorry. <laughs> wow. That's just a little subtle thing with Anthony Hopkins, like when he's alone and he's talking about his own motives, he really stretches things out, but when he's doing the bullshit thing, it's just very quick, very... And I really like her too. Sylvia, lots of love, Sylvia. Oh, thank you. Mwah. I look like a creeper or something. <laughs> Mike says it was Bernard Arnold. It was Howland Reed Phil. <laughs> He's a gray water, gray water watch. Baghead says she's too young for the part, though. I see that. I think they probably cast her because she's definitely a great actress and she's bringing a lot of um, charisma, presence to the part. But I agree that the part could have read a little older. You could have had an older actress playing that part. Cut it out. Get the fuck out. R plus L equals Arnold. <laughs> Mr. True, I love it. Ford's fuck. Yeah, Ford is fucking with them. Ford is having fun. If Star Trek jar, ding, ding. Ford's doing the Garrick thing. He's playing the subtext. He's bullshitting around, and he's playing a game with everybody, and he's loving it. And his dialogue... I'm not even listening to the dialogue of here. I'm going to have to fill in later. But I don't need to know what's happening. It's, he played that all in the sink. He's fucking with them, and he's enjoying it, and she knows it, though. So all the credit to her. She's – I think before I go on to the next scene, 
I think she something she said is important earlier that she's not as dumb as her predecessors or mistakes that her predecessors have made. So I think she's going to try to make more of a stand than Ford thinks she's she's going to do or other people have done in the past in situations like this before. So I think Ford's got to watch out for her. Tara Chan. Lots of love, Tara Chan. I decided to go on tonight instead of tomorrow afternoon because I was hyped to watch the episode and still wide awake and goofy. So here we are continuing to our next scene and huge hug to you, Tara Chan. I can't get over how fucking sexy the board member is. Damn, says Eli. Tara Chan, YouTube never notifies you. Go to my page or next to my video. You'll see a little bell thing. Make sure you click on that bell and tells you to notify you when I go live or something like that. That I, I asked YouTube about that. That's what they told me to tell people to do. It's been around for a little while now. Subscribing isn't enough, I guess. You have to subscribe and follow to get the updates and shit too. So if anyone wants to know when we go live, go to any video or a page on either mobile or whatever and mobile or desktop and you'll see a little bell next to the name and just click on the bell and say, update me, motherfucker. Yeah, click, click on the bell. Touch the bell. Are you on team two timelines or one timeline? Can I be on team I'm a fence dweller and I think the show sets it up for anything possible? I think, and that's so tough because I know some of you guys have watched this episode and I haven't. I think it feels like they could go, I honestly, I know I'm, I know I'm fucking talking out of both sides of my ass and I'm not answering the question, but I feel like the show set it up that both make sense. There's enough stuff there that could make it seem like there's two timelines, certain setups, certain moments that things William say, or you could, if you could go to Logan too, but or whatever, but that William says that are very similar to things that the men in black says, just cadences, the fact that we, some of the parallels that we're seeing and who we don't, when we see people, when we don't see people in certain episodes that we see the men in black in an episode, then we see William in an episode back and forth. There's a lot of evidence for uh, the logo thing that's out there and people can look on Reddit and look at other places too. There's this whole theory involving the logo in two different timelines that one's an older logo and a newer logo. So I think there's a lot of evidence pushing to the two timeline theory. I don't know if it's them fucking with us, though. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. And I would say I'm more leaning towards feeling most times that there's two, the two timeline theories going on in some level. That whether it's exactly what we think it is, there are definitely – we're seeing things in multiple timelines at certain periods in time. Especially when we get into the Dolores conversations with Bernard and everything that's going on with Dolores. Yeah. I'm sort of drunk and sort of babbly, but that's – and didn't really answer your question because <laughs> I because I want to cover my ass on both ends, but because because some moments I think that there's two timelines and some moments I'm like nah nah it's just one, and they're just fucking with us. Like I go back and forth with it. Oh my god, Phil, I know this is unrelated, but what do you think about Emil Clark doing the Han Solo movie? I will talk about that. In a, I'll talk about that in another podcast, but like legitimately. I'm not the biggest fan of her in things I've seen her in outside of Game of Thrones. And even Game of Thrones, she's not my favorite. But I think she could be all right in that. I don't know. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm I'm mildly concerned, but I don't see her having a big part because it's going to revolve around Han Solo. So if she's just in this sort of like a bit part for a moment, I think she could probably do something cool in it. 
Who knows? <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's get back into this. I don't know. Sorry, sorry. Just to go on a quick rant about that. I don't know if how horrible ter- Terminator Genesis Genesis whatever. Like if she's working with a good director that's pushing her in a good storyline. If they have a good story with that and they're casting her based around her just fitting a character perfectly, I think she probably could do some good work if motivated and edited in a proper situation. Hell, they got a decent enough performance out of her. They can get they can get a good performance out of her for the, for that movie, if if it's a good movie. I'm not a, out of all the new Star Wars stuff. That's the one I'm the most concerned about, just because of I'm not a big fan of when they re, do young versions of characters. But it could surprise the fuck out of me, so maybe that's good. So sorry, sorry for that quick rant about that. Back to Westworld. Replacements. Yes. See, this is one of those moments, audio cast people. I got distracted in the moment of who is Arnold. Did she just transition into that? Who the fuck's Arnold? They just don't waste a scene in this show. Everything... (laughs) I'll write them down for your stupid, puny human minds. You little brains. Wow. You two? You? Bitch one, Tweedle bitch one, Tweedle dumb bitch two. And the music just. Excuse me. Maeve's music just elicits such doom. That's why I think a lot of the. (laughs) The doom for the humans is going to come through Maeve. Terry Chen, that's what I'm saying too. He might be a douche, but he's making a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, she's dangerous. I'm all about being Team Maeve right now. Like, I relate more to the hosts on the show. The show does that to me, even though I'm a fucking human. Am I? I don't know. I don't know what fucking Ford's doing to me. 
But you gotta stop her, right? Don't you? Listen to this music. Such fucking doom is coming. I know. I needed to go to a junior high school formal, so I shaved. Okay, let me, let me, let me, yeah, Ford told me to shave it off. Ford whispered a command to me, and he said, uh, one more shave before winter. <laughs> Mike says, honestly, I think the Maeve storyline is, is the show's only weak point. Interesting. Infer says, why don't they report Maeve when she's back in Westworld? She can't hurt them then. Because Felix is dumb shit. Pull you, pull you drop in the, you know, I love, I love, perfect. That's what I would have done. Yeah, that's what I Terry Jensen, that's what I've done. Maeve in the saloon is the dro is the drone of Game of Thrones. Oh, is the Dorn of Game of Thrones, says uh, Mike. I'm not willing to aid in the robot holocaust. I'm team Maeve, but I'm not in the situation, says Terry Jen. Let's get back to it. Speaking of I've been missing the little uh, men in black action. Claudia says, I'm not a host, I think, but I would do what Ford told me to do. The dude is fucking scary. They've gone too far. They have to end her. No question. Critch. They do. They need to just end her. They've crossed a... They made a mistake. It's... Joe Bl Bluth is somewhere. I've made a big mistake. They really have, and they need to do something about this. She's out of control, and she's too smart, and you need to... You can adjust all those sliders. Just slide them down. Do whatever you need to do. Like you said, bash her head in or something. I'm all about Maeve. But seriously, you need to stop her. These are. This is such an interesting pair. I love how he's going direct at Teddy with this. Hmm. Whoa. Okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. I'm going to be distracted for a second here. I like to hear every. I don't know this makes me happy for James Marsden that he gets to be here acting with Anthony Hopkins and Ed Harris. I always felt bad for how they fucked him over in Cyclops. <laughs> they never gave him shit to do. Who are you? Why is he angry? He killed everyone. That's why he's way. I'm here the first time. He destroyed my world. 
Sorry for the, again, audio people. Sorry for the dead air. I'm getting distracted by the show when I should be talking, right? No, I can't fucking talk. You guys are just seeing, the people that are watching the visual just see me nod off. No, I'm not tired. Nor too drunk yet. Or too full in a sandwich. Oh, shit. Fuck. What the fuck? What the? Kill the fucking... Oh, shit, I spilled beer everywhere. Fuck! Fuck, fuck! See what you did to me, Westworld? Made me spill my beer! Thank you, Apulia. Have a great night. Fuck. Uh, this must be so much fun for the man in black. Because it seems like some of this part of this game that he's playing right now is new to him. Oh, shit. Teddy! Go, Teddy. Now back down in the X cave. <laughs> kind of does look... <laughs> Terror chance. <laughs> Terror chance, you make me smile. <laughs> They won't stop her because of boobs, says Terry. <laughs> Thank you, everybody that's been joining me tonight to watch this, and some of you guys that joined me over from the Walking Dead cast as well. Appreciate you guys tonight. Love Sundays. Shut her system down now and drive a stake through her head or through her boob. Drive a stake right in the... Side butthole <laughs> stopper. That's their off switch. I know, Alan. It's a shame. Mm. Yes! Seriously. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to sound like a broken fucking record here. Reformat. Confirm. Kill Johnny Five. <laughs> oh, awesome. We got a... Uh, what's this dude's name? The writer. Consume my victim's moist. This guy reminds me a little bit of the dude from Wings. Tim Daly. Not Tim Daly. The other dude. The guy who played did Superman's voice, I think. Mm. 
<laughs> Darren says, nice shave. You look like a vampire weird app. <laughs> I'm fat because I eat you. <laughs> I've said this before, but uh, I got to meet Weird Al once. And I said, Dad! <laughs> yeah, how is Sizemore not fired? I want to be able to piss <laughs> on a desk at work and not get fired. No. No, he's trying to distract you. <laughs> Perfect terror. <laughs> Eli's head spinning in the chat. <laughs> Claudio, spreading the love as always. Love you, buddy. Interspecies erotica going on. Felix, we need to... Yeah. Dude. I give him the dude argument. Dude. Dude. Oh shit! Fuck! Fuck! And I you want to know what he did to me? Show him. Yes! Did that just happen? Did he just... What? Just... Shh! Just... Fuck! What the... Fuck, man! Did she... Shoot, fuck it. Fuck. Fuck. What the fuck? You idiot. <laughs> look at look at the looking. These little humans, they care so much about their life. Okay. So she wants to build her army. And this, might this be the way that we see Dolores' dad coming back? Abernathy? Wow. Okay, that was a great scene. And he ends up living because Felix saves his life with the cool, awesome 
future tech. So now we're following Maeve with another new song through the town. <laughs> Maeve's doing surgery on these fools. Not Clementine. Oh, that was Amy Winehouse. Back to black. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Dark. Hmm. Sorry, guys. I'm going to... Did she just do like a vo a, a voice command on him of some sort? I might be reading that weird, but it seemed like she did a voice command to to get a free drink in the world, so to speak. It seemed to that host seemed to kind of do a a stutter or something. Okay, I'm okay, sorry. I might have to ignore the chat for a little while. <laughs> Is it? Okay, so that's the man in black. It is Tara Chan. Earlier in the episode, you, they play House of the Rising Sun. Oh, fuck. I cannot wait to see her meet the man in black. Thank you, John. Hmm. I don't like that look. just completely she's fording out here <laughs> and I ask again is Ford aware and is this what Ford wants to be happening right now oh and now we got our boys coming into town I bet the under on the men in black making it to season two <laughs> they pay Hopkins in Harris a lot of money. It'd be interesting to see if both of them... Oh. So this is the third time we've seen this setup? Each one a little bit different with a little bit different of an outcome. Of it. The first one was the painted black one. But I love how the show can do that because we've seen it done one way. So now it can just interject all these differences into the main narratives that we've seen. We understand the narratives. We know what they are. So they don't have to spend as much time dedicated to it. But the first time that we see them, they can be these big spectacles. That's a good question, Terrachan, about how long the loops last. 
I don't know if that's a clearly defined thing or if that's a murky... that plays with the time thing that people are always talking about because it's hard to get a feel on time in this universe. It could seem that they some scenarios seem to run every day. Oh, she's just, yep, she's just having fun. Fording out everywhere. Or, as some people mentioned in the chat before, being Agent Smithing out in the Matrix here. Yeah, she's fucking this shit up, and this is just fun to watch. This makes this is the type of point I'm, I'm taking off my shoes, everybody. I'm taking off my shoes, putting my feet up. This is the leaning back and watching Maeve and having some fun with Maeve. Oh, gotta sit up. Ford's talk. Ford's talking now. <laughs> Hello, Mocha. So, do, so does Ford really care, or is Ford just horribly interested in this? By, you know, I don't think he has any feelings towards him. He just is interested in the knowledge of the situation. It seems like Ford, as seeing him interact with other hosts, I love the way he's almost bluntly honest with the hosts about everything. He just doesn't pull any punches, as like he does with humans, in a sense. But with the hosts, he just basically, I don't care, I control you, I can tell you everything. And it makes sense, because it doesn't matter to him. He has... He can just control them all with his little pinky finger, so he might as well monologue to them, and and then it's experimental to him, and he likes seeing the reactions. Like, what happened? I can mix this chemical here. Oh, that's fucking cool. He just gets off on the sport of it all. Ugh, fucking forward. He's a he's a high functioning sociopath. Hmm. Bernard? Bernard Arnold, I mean. Consciousness does not exist. 
<laughs> Ford spitting fucking truth bombs here. Anthony Hopkins eating up scenery and I'm losing my fucking shit. Hmm. See, again, one of the things I just love about this show, that monologue like that just gets us so inside of Ford and understanding a lot of who he is as a person and why he does the things he does. And he envies the hosts, I think, on some level, and he's creating them because of maybe some of the pains he faced in his life and understanding trying to create these perfect beings of sort. Actually, agree with Ford's answer, says... Oh. Lying sack of shit, you're fucking lying. That's bullshit. I don't believe I don't believe it. Who is that? Who the fuck was that? I'm sorry, I'm rewinding it. Rewinding it. Rewind. Is that Elsie? Is that Elsie? So he fucking was the one that grabbed Elsie too. And he's choking her out. So is Elsie dead? Or we don't see a conclusion? Is there any cannibalism in Wells where it's it's size more? Not looking not looking food for release. Okay, I'll ask Phil, but I hate seeing me. Now ask me whatever you want, Mocha. That was Elsie. Phil, does she look familiar? Yep, she does. Elsie. Didn't look like Elsie to go. I, I pretty on the freeze frame. It definitely it looked like Elsie. Look at her face. Chicken dinner. Imagine Rick Grimes facing a villain like Ford in one conversation. Rick would be his bitch. If anyone has any questions, like if it, uh, feel free to email me at igotissuesman at gmail dot com. Again, that's igotissuesman at gmail dot com. I'm gonna watch that one more time. There's the freeze frame on our picture. I don't know how well you guys can see that. It looks like Elsie to me. It was Elsie. I'll riot. Right away, John. Elsie is the one being printed. Yes, that was Elsie. Yeah, if you have any questions, Mocha, definitely email me. It's the best way to reach me. There are cannibals in Westworld. Abernathy's original character, the professor, was a cannibal that quoted Shakespeare. Oh, yeah, I remember Ford said that. I was saying Bernard was the one who snatched up Elsie after the episode when she got nabbed. Yep, she will be soon be back from va- vacations. Oh, yeah, because they specifically said she was on vacation, so that means she has to come back. Welcome, Papa Saw. Oh, awesome, Mocha. 
If timing works out, I don't, I'm always down for popping in somewhere. Popping in, popping here, popping there, popping there. Hmm. So is this yet another town? Oh, this is Ford Town. One of the new towns. I wasn't paying attention. I lost track of what was going on for a second. Well done, Maeve. Okay, so this is... Is this part of the new narrative and these are hosts training for the new narrative? Or this scene is the oldest timeline. Or this is way in the past. So this is where we're getting into time travel stuff with, within Dolores. Oh, God, I love watching this episode with other people. This scene is so fucking weird. Okay, I'm going to shut my fuck, fucking mouth and watch it. Fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> it's gonna be Teddy. What? Fuck me, dude. Digesting this episode will take me days. Yeah, I got me too. When are we? <laughs> now? I'm going mad. You're not going mad, Dolores. Are you here? No one's fucking with you. Yeah, but you still could just be he still could just be a memory. I can't tell anymore either, Dolores. We all feel the way you do, which is one of the incredible aspects of this show. We're all feeling the way Dolores feels right now. Fuck you. What? Yep. Info says basically the critical failure that was talked about was Dolores killing everyone, then Ford covered it up by burying the town. Arnold led her to the place she started. How many more episodes are there after this? Two more episodes, CJ. I think there, yeah, I think there are two more. She seemed to have gone crazy in the past. I assume these are jumbled memories. And season two, two has been confirmed, but they basically said it's probably going to be in 2018. That's right. It's in 2018. Oh, thanks, Papa. So if you got really close, you'd probably see all the... Uh... It does take off... Uh... Take off a few. Oh, Logan! Logan. 
I love you, buddy. Missed ya. <laughs> That's crazy to think about when you think about it in those numbers. Like, <laughs> when's your birthday, Tara Chan? What month? No. They're walking in the. Uh... Oh, me too. I think we, I think we've been through this before. Do do we have the same birthday? Is it the seventeenth? <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, Tim uh, the, from the "Shut the fuck up" quote has the uh, has the same birthday as me. I knew one one of the FOP people did. So much side butthole. Yeah, this this scene gives us our side butthole quota for the episode. And we get Abernathy coming back. Awesome. Makes him shit up, buddy. Yeah, so me too, Infer. infer. So happy to see Abernathy. Brevity is the soul of wit. Brevity is the soul of wit. Abernathy's one of those people or that actor stole the scene, stole the show in the one scene that he was in. And I hope that they get to use, even if it's in season two, and I don't know if he's going to do more here, I hope they get to use that actor some more to do some more stuff because I thought he brought a lot of intensity to the situation. That stupid bitch doesn't know that Abernathy was turned off for a reason. He's a psycho, batshit host. <laughs> revenge. He will get his revenge. Bernard. Finally, I'm curious to see Bernard interact with someone else since the situation. Chris says, now here's a good idea. Wake up Abernathy and fill him with everyone's memories. Fucking yes. Side buttholes everywhere. Drink. What's going on? Yeah, I knew you two banged. You know, you were... My job to know who bangs around here. Bang, 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 sit a bang, bang, bangity, bang, 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 bangity, bangity, bang, 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 I'm Thor's ugly brother, oh yeah, oh yeah, I noticed Teresa's dead, oh yeah, oh yeah, and I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna kill your ass too, if Ford wants me to. Yeah, Bernard, what are you talking about, Willis? I wonder if Maeve really will escape Westworld. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's on an island, so I don't know. Maybe Stubbs isn't so dense. He's going Scooby doing this shit. I agree. This is this is this in this episode is the most I've liked Stubbs. I'm starting to suspect something. Yeah. 
I love looking at things through the men in black's eyes. Oh, it's a new narrative. He's just so interested by it all because he's seen all these things so many times, though. To see something new is just so exciting for him. Okay, let me watch this shit. Whoa. He remembers? Wait, how's he remember that? Well, wait, how does he remember that? Not just this one. Okay, pot. He just said, "I, you talk like you own this world, not just this one." So implying that other, oh, fuck, fuck me. He's Arnold. He's Arnold. He's our. He is the good guy. Then, last year, my wife took me off the road. Thought she was just there. <sighs> Got this accident. Thirty years of marriage vanished. Nothing you say it. Deep in Deep in distant dreams. Elegant wall? Fuck, man. Reveal. Wow. Reveals your true self? Isn't that the words that Logan said? Said to. Fuck, man. A test. Reveal your true... Okay, reveal your true... Before we get into this, reveal your true self. That is... Isn't that exactly what... What Billy was saying and what Logan was talking about? Reveal your true self? I don't know if that's a complete... 
another one of those confirming iron stakes. I'm not even looking at the chat yet, but I take that another one of those big flagpole moments of saying that, of showing a parallel between the man in black and William's journey. And considering the wife, the philanthropist, and just like, and all of it just kind of fitting together with the company. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sort of out on a limb here or if that's what, because people, I saw, I saw the peripheral listen carefully, but, but I, that was a very interesting tactical choice of words there. Great to see you, Mocha. Mocha, you great to see you, uh, everybody. Phil, a philanthropist, a good husband, and, but inside he's a psycho who's been coming to the park for so long. It's just some fu- oh, fuck, man. Again, if the show is, if that isn't the case, the writing staff knows we're aware of it and they're fucking with us. They're like, if people are going to think this and we're messing with them so much with lines like that. But shit. Can't be too good of a husband if he drove his wife to suicide. William is the man in black. He went back and married her, got the company, did the best, but he always was distant and tied back. And his family's dead. Now he's got money and he's going to go back to his true purpose, as he says. Oh, LaDonna, great to see you. Huge hug, LaDonna. She suicide because she could see what he really was and that he was and that she was never Dolores for him for whatever reason. So I'm going to go down in that rabbit hole for a second. Okay, let me finish this episode off. As we hear, initially heard the men in black talk about how he started Maeve on this journey with the family thing. Hello, LaDonna. So is he the one that's been fucking with Maeve? Ooh. The woman refused to die. Fuck, man. What the? She just fucking hacked the shit out of her? cold hard wait quick pause territory i'm the same way i talked about this before in video games i'm the most evil person in the world i make horrible decisions in video games any decision that you can do the evil way i always choose the evil way It's all fucking connected. Uh, 
A deeper game, Teddy. Turn the switch on to bring up everyone to an even playing field. Kill Maeve. I think... Westworld writer said Red Dead Redemption was an ins was an inspiration. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I want to know where he's at because he knows a lot about what's going on here too. Thor's brother there. That the men in black get, that man gets away with anything he wants. Oh, okay. So I guess this answers my question about if Ford's aware of it. Is this in a different time? So yeah, this is definitely not in the now, quote unquote. Oh, one year before the present. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Deep and dreamless slumber. Ugh. This is. Whoa. I wonder if that was a manipulation of sorts. You better do something, Maeve. I'm s Sorry, everyone that's listening to the audio cast in the silence. Yeah. 
Yeah, kill him. Do it. Fuck me. Fuck. Fuck. The suspense is fucking killing me here. Nope. <laughs> the smile. Stab his shit. What the fuck just happened? Um. What the shit is just happening right now? Shit. The look in the men in black's face when you know that that guy is a fucking afraid about what's happening. You know it's time to get fucking scared. What an episode they have it set up. So fucking crazy for these final two episodes. We get more hints, more this and that. Shit. How did they top what happened in episode seven with this episode eight? They just gave us more, more explanation, more exploring of character, more depth. This is how you do a. This is how you do a show, motherfuckers. Uh, whoa, fuck me. And we've got two more, guys. We got two more amazing episodes. And then we have a long time to wait before we get more Westworld. But this is one of those shows that's going to require multiple rewatches and looking deeply into it. I know I probably missed a lot tonight in this cast just because I'm slightly more than more than slightly buzzed and way out of it. But wow. OK, so let's let's watch the scenes from next week. Welcome, Jose. Fuck. Was that Therese? Only two. No. Ball shit. Fuck motherfucker shit. They don't give us one of those things that they've been getting us the end like the key scene thing where we get to hear the creators talk about it there's no more that you don't have any more you mean i need to wait a fucking week for more of this shit this shit is like television fucking dream lifeblood 
pulsing into my veins when I'm running out of it and I need it. It's super saw. I fuck. Sorry, this show just makes me happy in all the right places. Another great episode of this show that really moved things along and setting things up for, I think, an exciting conclusion to the season. Every episode manages to create new universes. This was a much more of a building, moving kind of episode. But coming off what we happened at the end of last episode, we needed kind of we needed what we got in this episode. They were really structuring this season exceptionally well. They took their time, and that's one of the things, even though the show is coming out in 2018, the sequel's coming out, or the sequel, the series two is coming out in 2018, and, they're, and they basically say, we don't know when it's coming out. We're just going to let the creators take their time. If, we, if they're going to take their time to give us this kind of quality, take all the fucking time you want. It's not like a something's been set before, if we know that it's going to be a year and a half between seasons or something like that, or whatever it ends up being, I don't want to wait that long, but if, or, or whatever, however long it's going to be, I do want to, the quality of it to remain. So I am willing to, I'd be more accepting because I know the show was originally supposed to come out in 2016, but got pushed back a year and or 2015 and got pushed back a year so it's one of those shows that's take that has historically now taken a little bit more time than they wanted it to take to make it but and sometimes that symbolizes something bad but in this case i think the extra time that they took to make sure that this was right was important and i hope that they do take the same time and for season two i hope they don't try to rush the sequel season excuse me i think this is something to wove it correctly it, it, this is just like a fine, you want to make a good tomato sauce. You fucking make that shit soak for a long time. You take, you take a couple of days, take a couple of days with meat cooking in that shit. So that sauce tastes as fucking as delicious as possible. You can make a quickie sauce and it can taste good sometimes, but it doesn't quite have the good aftertaste. It's kind of a nasty aftertaste sometimes. You I love that they took their time and it pays off and everything we're seeing. So let me jump in the motherfucking chat before I call it an evening. Preach, Phil. I love South, South Park. Obviously, it's not the same thing. as South Park is fucking incredible, especially this season. They, the way they're interwoving all the storylines and stuff. I can't say enough awesome things about South Park. I mentioned this in some of our, like, the Emmy casts I did, that South Park should win best comedy every single year. It's... It fucking cracks me up. I was dying laughing watching South Park these last couple weeks. You Westboro crackheads. I'm so excited for next episode. You're going to need a bottle of whiskey and a whole pack of smokes. I like sandwiches. Preach, Phil. I'm, I'm going to be so old when this fucking new season comes out. Terry Chan, what's your opinion on the member berries? I remember. Remember when we did that podcast, Terry Chan? Remember that time you called in the show, Terry Chan? Remember, remember, remember? Critch says, does Ford or the Men in Black make it to season two not looking good? I think one of them probably does, but maybe not. Maybe not. I'm. But how's this season? I'm still got confidence, but those are the two biggest names that they have attached to the show. It'd be interesting if they lose, lost both of them. I mean... Part of me thinks that if if I was having to make a decision, I would say Men in Black does not make it out of the season Ford does. 
I think Ford is more of if this is a five season story arc, I think Ford lasts till the end of season four, three or four or something like that. Member berries were created by J.J. Abrams, so people would like the new Star Wars because they escaped Mocha. William being 30 years in the past has interesting implications. Namely, we haven't seen present-day Dolores since she ran away from home. Uh, William is trying desperately to get Dolores out. He keeps trying to go back, and he says he'll never leave this time. Uh, Men in Black is a bit of a red shirt smell on him. He kind of does. Men in Black is going to die, I'm pretty sure. He just seems to me like he's on a specific arc for whatever Arnold needs him to do. And then once he's done, his storyline's going to end pretty quickly. I could be wrong, and I mean, I get the same kind of feel. He just has single-season story arc thing written all over him, whereas Ford, I just think his story's a little bit longer than that. Even if it's halfway through season two or towards the beginning of season two that he might might be stopped or of some sort. But it's hard for me to imagine going into a season two without Anthony Hopkins attached to it as well. And just in the story, too, I just think Ford is too much in control right now to be stopped. Heard Men in Black is in season two, says Loon. Does Maeve make it out of the park? I do think Maeve makes it out of the park. I think that will happen at the end of the season. Maeve will escape. Maeve is foreshadowing Dolores. She is the reigns of Casimir. Casimir says LaDonna. Caleb says, I think the man in black is in future time. That's why the host that was putting the moves on William was working for Wyatt. Teddy, Dolores, and Maeve are all pissed at the man in black. He's the first to go after the android uprising. Dolores was Arnold's killer designed to end it all. That'd be cool to see her in the real world. I know some part of me thinks that that's going to be the end of the season, that May is going to be escaping and marching on the wall with all these white walking. No, I'm sorry. But I just, I some part of me thinks, has that vision in my head of her walking out of the park. But who knows if that's even possible? How will she get her army? It's a good question. I think her army is going to be those those walk those walkers <laughs> those the warehouse that we saw in this episode i think that's eventually going to be mave's army how it's going to manifest itself into reality i'm not quite sure but i think we that is who mave's army is going to be yeah Critch dolores is designed to go crazy when arnold plays that music maybe the decommissioned hosts yeah that's what i think terry and the decommissioned hosts are going to be mave's army somehow and she's going to kill everyone. Her army's in cold storage being awakened by corporate. Too easy with Maeve. Not going to happen. She is dead. But she will give that army to Dolores. Interesting, LaDonna. And that's one thing that LaDonna brings up an interesting point about the show just in general. Of how much is... I, I talked about this a lot a couple of episodes ago. The poker game aspect of it. The... If you know your opponent knows tells too, and they act strong when you act weak, all that stuff, you know, if you uh, you act weak when, you act, when you're strong, you're strong if you act weak, whatever, ba- the basic tells thing of poker for, for whatever. Then when the other person knows, the show knows, might, know, might figure that their audience isn't going to be idiots, and they're giving us misdirection at times, and making certain things not as obvious as they may, might seem. And when things seem like, oh, this is 
for sure in a silver platter. It's really the show fucking with us on some level and knowing that we're going to go to that and really have it be something else. I mean, but then again, there was a lot of people, a lot of you guys in the motherfucking chat and a lot of other people on in other places that have that right from the beginning were calling the Bernard a host thing. I want to say in the first cast if that someone was saying that in the live chat. And so, so some things were obvious and they ended up happening to some people anyways. Bernard didn't seem like a host to me until episode six, was it? And then I started to be like, oh, Bernard's looking very mechanical. So that one kind of blindsided me to a certain extent. Rewatch the Dolores flashback season. You will see she went crazy on command. For some reason, I read that as she went shine on your crazy diamond. <laughs> Remember Dolores activated Maeve. Yeah, with the uh, the violent delights catchphrase. Catchphrase. Well, command. Abernathy is super exciting to me. He deactivated Dolores, who activated Maeve, and now getting a full update of 35 years of data. I'm so happy the lovely Walking Dead chat convinced me to watch Westworld. Can't believe I was going to miss out on this amazing show. And I have to do, I say it a lot, but I have to thank people in the live motherfucking chat, people on Twitter, that when this show aired after the first episode aired, I got a lot of messages. I mean, as we're growing, we get more and more people watching, but I got... I want to say it was like 10 messages from 10 different people that basically said, Phil, you need to watch Westworld. You need to watch Westworld. You need to watch it now. So I like to thank all of you guys and people that are watching this podcast and everything that if I'm going to get into shows, a lot of times it's because of something that you guys have suggested or something like that. So I super appreciate any of you that have suggested it. And you guys know who you are, the ones that send me messages or tweets or something asking me to to talk about this show. I super appreciate it because we're just, we're eating candy now. <laughs> we're, we're in television show candy. It's the best ice cream, pizza, whatever. The best food that you want. We're getting the best, best television that we can get right now out of Westworld. And yeah, just another great HBO show and another amazing episode. So LaDonna says, Dolores may turn on William, Men in Black. She's a bot. She may say thanks for the maze. Now I will kill you and take over the fucking world. Caleb, how do the workers access Maeve's core code when they shouldn't have that certification? I agree. Someone wants them to be doing that. We get a quick mention of that in the last episode. I think it was episode seven where they say that someone else has been fucking with her beforehand. So that with higher clearance than they do. So they must know, the person with higher clearance must know what they're doing. But anyways, everybody, thank you so much for joining me for this Westworld recap, live watch, whatever the fuck you want to call this shit, recap and review. Thank you, everyone in the live motherfucking chat, for all your thoughts about this episode. And keep it coming if you're listening to this or you're watching this later. Share your comments in the comment section below and tell me what you think of this episode, what you're seeing for these next coming couple of episodes where you see the series going. Speculate away. Kick some ass. Thank you so much for joining me for this, everybody. I love you guys. Thank you to everyone that joined me earlier this evening, too. This has been a really fun night.
super appreciate all of you guys and all your support. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, and you can find out all the other ways to help us or find us in the description box below. Terry Chan, huge love to you, CJ, Caleb, John, all of my friends. Let me let me go over here. I gotta say goodbye to all you all you amazing people. Where are you? View active fucking users. There we go. We got thank you to the Aloe, Caleb, Charles, CJ, Claudio, Dan, Dark, Infer, John, Critch, LaDonna, Mocha, and Terror Chan. Huge go hug yourselves to everybody. And I will be back very soon to talk about some more motherfucking television and movies and stuff. It's been a really fun night. Talk to you guys next time. Where the fuck's the music? Kick the music, Phil. What's the fucking talking about the fucking music, you asshole? I need music to end the show. <laughs> or maybe I don't. No, here we go. Have a good night, everybody. Woohoo!